A brand new game in the Witcher series is in development. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is delayed officially, and Fortnite's no-build mode may be hanging around. This is Busy Sticks, the Geekiverse's all-gaming talk show. Thank you to those who have tuned in to twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse and hung through us with the technical difficulties. I'm Josiah Leroy. With me, Mr. Baba Yaga. John Fick. John, we've had a good day so far. We we have had a good day. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fake my my reaction against your cold open. We did record this once, and technically technically everything went to everything went to hell. So uh, I was surprised the first time Josiah you know changed up the opening, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act. I'm not gonna act like I'm surprised. It's good though. It's impressive. I like it. It's a good way to open the show. Feels uh, feels official. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Even though you won't pretend for me, it's okay. It's okay. So in uh, in addition to video games, we've got a, a little bit of a, a side I guess side quest that would be an interesting. Oh, uh, name for uh, a segment yeah a segment uh, we're gonna we'd love beer what goes better with video games than beer so we want to talk about what's about to be in our system here john and i made a, a nice trip up to other half today which is uh about an hour and a half from us in western new york and uh john what do you got in your system here yeah, so I've got myself a uh, Deer Gauntlet from Other Half. So I did look this up on Untap, and I did have this before. I didn't know by the name, but once I saw the can, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've had this before. Uh, it's a good, really good beer. It's really good. Uh, it's a New England style IPA, as most of theirs are. Nice and hazy. Really good stuff. It is beautiful. Uh, this one that I've got it brought home. It, it's what you ended your day with there. It's the Rowaka Chroma DDH IPA, six point three percent. That's what the can looks like there. Gotta love the the can art. Then I've got my my other half glass. Oh yeah, you did you just picked that up. I said this to John earlier. I feel like if you you have a hazy IPA of sorts and it looks like orange juice, it's probably pretty good. Good and sign. This is no exception. So cheers, my man. Cheers, brother. John, ah. we've officially made it farther than we made it last time. So this we is have. a big win. That's cool. all right. <laughs> it's your week for show and tell what do you got for us oh it is my week for show and tell i'm totally prepared that's not an issue um show and tell this week we're gonna go to the mobile cam we're going to the mobile cam uh so my show and tell is a bit of a just a desk setup update because i've got the new house here moving in uh my goal is to make my desk all white and blue as you're seeing this theme right here so i got a new keyboard this is the, uh, I forget the name of it, Razor Huntsman, I believe. It's a Razor Huntsman Mini. Uh, getting used to not having number pad, that's been, that's been very weird. Uh, I've got this awesome new desk mat, which is like super huge, but I'm a big fan of it. Uh, goes with the, it goes with the theme, and I've got these super cool PlayStation coasters. Dude, Dude. where did you get those? Those are beautiful. Uh, Amazon. They were, they were like 10 bucks. They're awesome. So what? I had... So I've had PlayStation coasters in the past, but they were like black ones. I'm like, you know what? I'm going for this like this clean like white and white and blue theme over here. I wonder if they just have white PlayStation coasters, and they sure as shit do. So I ordered them. Oh my gosh, dude! I mean, the keyboard's awesome too. Don't get me wrong, but like the coasters, I'm like, holy crap! Aren't they yeah, super clean? <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Yeah, big I've, fan. I've got, got my my fancy coaster here. Nice. Hey, those came from our, our trip today. For sure, for but yeah, sure. Yeah, so there, there's my uh, that's my desk setup. I mean, I've got a lot of other like random little white and blue accents. Things are coming along. Um, my my PlayStation Vita is over here. That's a nice little blue. I just wanted to actually show my new physical stuff, my new keyboard, my new mouse mat, and my new uh, my new coaster. So that's my show and tell. 
Well, it's looking really sharp, my friend. So nice job there. Uh, how do you how do you come across stuff like that? Do you, are you just like I wish there were white PlayStation coasters, and you just search them, or yep. is a, did you Exa- see them somewhere? Nope, googled it. Uh, yeah, I went, well, I went right to Amazon. Actually, I'm like, you know, I want I love my PlayStation coasters, but they're black, and I'm building this white setup. I'm like, white PlayStation coasters, right there, perfect. And they're actually way better quality than my my other like black ones. They're like a really like tough acrylic, and they've got the little pads on them, so they don't nothing sticks or slips. Oh my gosh! Awesome, yeah, big fan. Gonna have to indulge in that myself. Right. So uh, we talked about what we've got in terms of beverages here, but what's in our systems? What have we been playing from a gaming standpoint? Uh, I've been on the grind here. I've, I've got some good news for where I've been. Uh, I have rolled credits on Horizon Forbidden West, and I got to say, man, what an experience. That's awesome. I was not expecting you to beat me that, in that game, but you did because I have not finished it yet. <laughs> I never in a million years would have thought that either. Especially <laughs> but, uh, with a newborn child. <laughs> I, had a, I had a whole week off of work in between jobs here, and you still beat me. God, I'm such a slacker. I really thought you were going to catch up to me like this week. I was like, oh, gosh, he's got this week off. This is it. I'm you know done what, for. You know what the problem is? That stupid Fortnite update. That's <laughs> the issue. We'll talk about that in a second. Freaking Fortnite's got me. Dude, it, it does. It calls you back just like that, but it's, it's a good thing. Uh, but Horizon, I, I've talked about it the last few episodes. Uh, so I clocked in roughly between 45 and 50 hours between obviously all the main campaign missions and all the side quests and building up my character. I finished the game, the last level, at exactly where I needed to be level-wise. I won't tell you what that is. Some people think that might be spoilery. Uh, what an ensemble. I, I was asked by JT in our group chat yesterday kind of my thoughts in relation to the first Horizon. and. I, this is no slight to the first game, but it's better in every way. The story was very gripping to me. It's going to stick with me, I think, a lot more than the first one did. Even though I don't think Horizon's strength is necessarily story, this this is still very good. Gameplay just improved all across the board. The dynamic in which you're, you're battling creatures feels a little bit more natural. Using uh, some of your new... Uh, techniques in the game in terms of how you build up your character with skill points yeah skill points works out really well um even to the point where i could fast travel frequently but a lot of times i just wanted to run to my next mission because i wanted to pick up as many supplies as i could pick up some of the side missions that were there talk to new characters just to have them on my map all of it was really really well done um i'm going to be singing that game's praises for a long time and i know when john finishes it i'd really like to dedicate a whole episode to it or at least kind of get a a busy six review in like we did for guardians but yeah uh, that's it right now i am still playing um legend of zelda breath of the wild i'm kind of making my way i'm taking my time with that i'm gonna get through it this time you know i I, i'm not gonna let it fall apart like it did last time for me um between that and then grinding for the platinum i I want the platinum in horizon i want to finish that off before lego star wars gets here and i've got a little less than two weeks to do so so uh the clock's ticking on that but i I started my conquest with that last night i got half the trophies done and uh nice yeah how is how is that trophy list is is there any tough ones is it kind of just like do everything one of those kind of games it, no, not even do everything, uh, but do a lot. Uh, okay. So it doesn't require you to get to 100%, which is great. It just basically, there's a lot of side mission trophies, and it'll say, do these four side missions. Okay. Um, or, you know, run into this character. Most of it is, all, most of the trophies are actually hidden. But at this point, where I've beaten the game, I don't care about spoilers anymore. So I've been looking up kind of trophy guides and where I have to go, which right. missions to do next. Uh, you got to scan every machine, things like that. Going through the main campaign, I scanned all but four. 
and there, there's probably like 30 of them. So okay, cool. yeah, um, there's, there's a good amount of stuff there, but it's not, it doesn't feel like a grind whatsoever. Gotta say like it, that's the last thing I want to mention on this game is leveling up. If you're not where you need to be, go play maybe one, two or three side missions. You'll get where you need to go. Yeah. It is perfectly balanced. It's the most balanced RPG I think I've ever played. I'm just, I'm a huge fan of it. Um, can't wait to to actually go back and, and get more trophies on this. So yeah, kudos to the team over at Gorilla. They did an amazing job. Awesome. Uh, we have somebody in chat that may or may not be your wife saying that your daughter has clocked more hours in Zelda than you have, Josiah. Don't lie. Do you care to comment on that? Um, so Daisy is all about playing Breath of the Wild, by the way. Uh, yeah. Basically, how it's been lately is there's an interest pl- past playing Peppa Pig um <laughs> she'll pull if i have the switch in hand she goes daddy i need to help you i need to help you it's very adorable uh sometimes I'm like no you don't need to help daddy right now daddy's got to do this on his own but i've been uh she's been playing that usually she likes to run around she loves to change link's outfits she likes to so uh, do I. eat all the food that all the different meals that i spent what feels like hours <laughs> but really minutes concocting at the campfire um she likes swimming it's always great and then I gave her the control for the PS5 when I was in between missions on Horizon. She freaking loves running around until she finds a machine. Oh, yeah. I can, I can see that being a little scary. She found a machine and goes running to me in the kitchen the other day. and goes, Daddy, machine! Dude, that's scary for me. I get, I get worked up when I see those things. I was like, don't worry. I got this. And uh, I went and did it. And then uh, last thing on, on Daisy real quick. You have to like... She was trying to, I was going mission to mission and I I had to basically run up a cliff and I was pretty sure I couldn't, like I wasn't allowed to do it. Like the game just didn't want you to because your your Aloy kind of struggled to get there and Daisy takes it and starts playing um, and she goes that way to run up the cliff. I go, no, honey, you can't do that. It doesn't work. She did it. She just kept going and and got up the cliff and I just kind of looked at Laura and she laughed. I'm like, listen, the the kid's got a future here in gaming. She's three and a half. She's doing well. That's awesome. yeah, man. Uh, good stuff, though. Uh, that's incredible. We, so not only do we have Josiah's pool girl in the chat, we just have a new follower named Josiah's mistress. So I'm not sure what's going on here. <laughs> I don't know what you. I don't know what kind of audience you're bringing to this uh, this show, but it is Dude, a family show. I will remind you, this is a family show. So if you could just keep that. This is supposed to be family friendly, people. What is going on here? If you could just keep those, uh, those th- that under wraps here, Joe. So Josiah's mistress, I don't have Twitch pulled up because I'm scared that if I do pull it up, my system will just crash on me. Smart. As we've seen. So what that's a that's an additional name? Josiah's mistress just followed. It was it's not like somebody changed their name to Josiah's mistress. It's a whole new account. <laughs> that's what I was- <laughs> oh, there's the Cantino uh, music is playing for that follow right now. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know what to say, everybody. Um, I feel like I should apologize. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. I didn't do it. Uh, well, John, what do you what do you got in your system right now? Where where are you with Horizon? Yeah, so I'm playing Horizon for sure. So uh, just before that, Fortnite has popped up again. The, the new season of Fortnite has come out, and they got rid of building, and that has been a lot of fun. It's it's a whole it's a whole different game. It, it's so much more intense. Uh, me, Tim, JT, a uh, little bit of Tank New, and we've been playing some we've been playing some uh, some squads, some trios, stuff like that. It's just so intense. You get into a fight. It's like it's it's kind of like how I imagine people who play like 
I don't know, like PUBG and, you know, and even, even uh, Warzone, which I played a little bit of, it's just so much more intense because you can't just build your cover. I mean, if you get into a gunfight, if you're not near natural cover, you are just exposed. So it's, it's interesting. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's very, very intense. That's what I'll say about the new season of Fortnite. So um, I'm hoping that sticks around the, the no building. I hope that sticks around a little bit longer or they make that maybe like a limited time mode because it's the building is supposed to be coming back. It's kind of like part of the story of the season. It's like, oh, no, the, we can't use our building. How do we, how do we fix this? So I guess there was some data mining that that is pointing towards the fact that there might be, uh, you know, returning a returning mode where there's just going to be no building. So that'd be sweet because I think that a lot of people are playing this game for the first time or coming back to it for the first time in a while because the biggest barrier to entry on Fortnite is building. That mechanic is insane. If you haven't been playing since 2017, uh, there's the chances are you're not very good at building, and that that really is a, a huge skill gap there. So I'm glad they did that. Man, Fortnite every season, if they they always get me coming back to at least check it out every time they, they do something where i'm like oh that's interesting enough sometimes it's interesting enough where i play the whole freaking season they, they drop a marvel season and i just want all those skins and all the points of interest are cool so uh, they they've been they've, they've had me hooked since 2017 on and off and that's it's just super impressive what they do and john you were you were saying um with something like a no build mode that might be something that enticed me a little bit as as a guy who doesn't play fortnite so much right yeah, because Fortnite, so, even even if you remove the competitive like the aspect, if you're not into like online shooters and like trying to be number one and get wins and stuff like that, Fortnite is a fun game to just play with your friends and explore the map and like yeah, try to get into some fights and it's fun every once in a while. But like like any online game, it's just about kind of spending time with your friends, just hanging out, like shooting the shit with your buddies and exploring the map because there's a lot of really cool stuff on the map. Like there's like Spider-Man Easter eggs that are still there. From there's a whole point of interest called the Daily Bugle. It's like a little city. It's Daily Bugle and there's like spider webs and stuff. So there's just fun stuff to do and the fact that they got rid of that building i think that removes that barrier because like hey if you're if you're just exploring having some fun and someone comes up and is ready to shoot at you well you can just shoot back you don't have to worry about that mechanic of of building that they might just build a skyscraper out of nowhere and you can't find them so um i think that i think it's a lot more approachable so i'd love to i'd love to get you get you into a couple of games i think you'd have fun yeah i'm always intrigued by by playing fortnite which sounds funny that i just don't dive into it i think i'm a little bit worried about the time sink <laughs> seeing how it, it it grabs john yeah uh but it's a good thing. If you find a game you love, play it, you know? For sure, for sure. Um, uh, so any anytime John is on Twitch or Tim, JT, when they're playing, like, I love getting in the chat for us. It, right on our Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse. It's so much fun to just, like, see what's going on, hear your thought process. Like, that. that's such a game for streaming. My gosh. Oh, perfect. yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially when you're, like, t- chatting with people in the in the chat that play it as well. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but Horizon, yes, Horizon is uh, it, it is my it is my pile of shame at the moment. It's a game that came out just a few weeks ago. It's a it's right up my alley. I, I freaking adored the first Horizon, and I've been so pumped about this one. And I have been playing it. I'm making a little bit of progress. Uh, how many main missions did you say that you you saw there were? It's like seventeen or something like that. 17, yeah, 17. 17 main missions. I think I'm on eight or nine, so I'm making progress. I'm getting there. I don't feel like I, I'm where I want to be level wise. I think I'm right now. I think I'm like three behind where i should be so i've got to spend some more time with side quests uh before we went live here that's what i was doing we just kind of finished up dinner and i was playing a little bit of horizon and i was just kind of doing a few side quests um i am making sure i pick them up though every time i see somebody with that green exclamation point i'm talking to them i'm just getting that side quest in my log so i can just like spend an afternoon one day just crushing side quests spend two hours you know doing side quests and then you know Get, get to where I need to be level wise. I'll say that the story hasn't really grabbed me yet, but like you say, you know, story is not necessarily the biggest thing Horizon has to offer. I've always been a fan of the concept, at least. It's a really cool, cool world to live in. 
it's incredible. It's, it, the game, the game is like you said, it's better than the first one in every way. There's really no way to debate that unless you just, you know, subjectively think the story in the first one is better. The mechanics are better. The game looks better. It runs better. There's more stuff to do. It's awesome. So I'll get there. I think, uh, I think I can probably say that I'll wrap it up within the next two weeks. So hopefully we can have a, a good discussion on that, do a, a spoiler cast or like an in-depth review on that. That would be fun. I can't wait, man. I can't wait to talk about it more in depth with you. Even me talking about it a lot here in the last two or three weeks, busy sticks. Uh, this is not spoilery, but I want to mention it. We talk about our show MCU reviewed or Star Wars reviewed. And in those episodes, when we cover a given Star Wars or Marvel movie, we have a moment where we, we say, hey, what was that moment for you? It, what Was it a quote? Was it uh, something fun that happened? A specific sequence? You tell me. I had that moment in this game. And it was something that I already realized was there, but this like validated it for me. It's kind of late in the game. Anyway, I talked about how there, there's a nice ensemble of characters. John, you're maybe about halfway through. You're picking up almost like you would in mass effect crewmates kind of as, as you go along, you're, you're seeing Aaron early in the game. Uh, some other uh, characters that you've seen in the past, Varl. they, they kind of viral, they, they stick with you. And I love what they do towards the last mission. But before that, uh, I just, I remember t- thinking about the ensemble in my head. Aloy says in a little bit of like a monologue for the first time in my life, I don't feel alone. And I was like, oh my gosh, dude, it just hit at such a moment. And I can't wait for you to get there. It's just, it's so special. That's cool. You know what? All the, yeah, the, I, I'm definitely already getting those ensemble vibes. You're picking up characters. I've got like, I've got my base that I go to and there's characters there and stuff like that. Almost makes me wonder if there was there any merit to those rumors early on. That this was supposed to be a co-op game. You know, dude, I think about I that, think all, the time. that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that was weird. Uh, <laughs> all, like seriously, it, Every few missions, I was like, "That seems like it's fine, single player." It, it works. Like, it works very well. It's not. It's not like it's, it doesn't seem shoehorned. And again, it's not even like a mechanic. It's not like you have these people by your side and you can control their actions, like a Final Fantasy or anything like that. It's just story stuff. You've got you know, you've got people that you've made relationships with in the in the in the first game and, and through this game that are you know there to talk to. Basically, they're helping you move the, the plot along. So, but the fact that they're so present makes me wonder. You know. There's a handful of missions where I was like, dude, that was totally meant to be together. Probably not something we see. It's a lot of work to put in like a future update, but I would love, love to play some co-op horizon. Oh my gosh. Dude. Yeah. Think of, I mean, dude, even if they came out with like an online mode that was like similar to Ghost of uh, Tsushima Legends, imagine that like everybody has their own, uh, has their own little shtick. Like, you know, someone's got the rope caster and is tying down the bees and someone else is like focusing on some of the parts and like someone else is doing the big damage that could be, I mean, that's basically monster hunter world, but like in, in the, in the, uh, horizon environment with the, with the, with the mechanical beast, like that's, that would be so much fun. Dude, it would be great. Like you could be strategic about it. You could be like, I'm gonna stay stealth while you go in because right. you can still kind of you know get those machines after that. Um, traps. You could load up on um on the the fire arrows. I could take a different approach with some of the the freeze traps. Oh my gosh! Like you could totally have a lot of fun with that. And some of the side missions have like just what feels like an excessive amount of machines and higher level machines. So well, again feels like it was geared towards that but right. uh, maybe we'll never know you uh you mentioned fire arrows i will say that i'm like eight missions into the game of, of 17 i don't have fire arrows yet i don't have a i don't have a bolt caster yet which is like no i don't have a rope caster the one that like ties the machines down i'm like what am i doing am i missing this stuff like inside missions am i supposed to just be buying them from vendors that's part of the game where i'm like i, I wish there was a little bit more uh a little more feeding going on because i got I'm, I'm missing some of the stuff i just got to spend more time with it i guess 
No, I, I agree with you. I felt the same way. Um, fire arrows, I feel like it's never like, you need these for this story mission. Now you can get them everywhere. Like yeah. It wasn't ever presented like that. It, you, could, you could just find them or, or buy them at vendors, but it wasn't ever like a necessary part because there's other weapons with that. And and it ma- and it makes sense because this is this is the second horizon. So there's really no reason for a story moment for Aloy to say, "Oh, this is how I make fire arrows," right? Like, so I, I get why they're doing why this is the route, but it's just a little bit a little jarring as you know playing the games. Like, wait, why don't I have this? I had this in the first game, and the answer is probably I just have to go to a freaking vendor and buy it. You know, <laughs> that, that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I I hear you there, but yeah, can't wait to talk more about that in the coming weeks once you finish that. Uh, anything else that you want to talk about that's in your system, or are you good to go? uh fortnite uh nope i'm good that's it those are the two sounds good uh question of the week for the community whether that is here on twitch.tv slash the geekiverse over on facebook twitter instagram watching back on youtube.com slash the geekiverse we want you to let us know today it's a big day if you're a halo fan our first episode of busy sticks took place on the the day that infinite dropped so here we are talking crazy right circle uh yeah we're we're talking here i got master chief over my uh my shoulder there the Halo series premiered on Paramount Plus today. You can get episode one. Go get your free trial if you haven't done that. Or like Johnny's going to wait a little bit, kind of clump that trial together so you can we'll get see. more episodes in. I don't know if I'm going to uh, be able to wait. I really want to watch it. I'm probably not going to be smart. I'm, I want to watch it. <laughs> there was uh, it, It's relatively cheap. There was a deal a few weeks back, $2 a month for the first three months. So I jumped on that. I figured that'll get me through Halo. I think we said it was nine episodes. So I uh, can't wait to see that. But anyway, our question of the week. What is your spoiler-free reaction to Halo episode one? Got to say, the trailers looked beautiful. I can't wait to see what this take on the Halo universe truly ends up being. So again, what's your favorite spoiler-free reaction to Halo Episode 1? Hit us up on all social media. Let us know. We'll feature you on next week's episode. From what I understand, uh, Halo is not... like This is not a canon story. This is just like a retelling of Halo, right? It's like its own thing, from what I understand. Yes, it's not tied to the gaming universe. It's like, let's reset this so we don't have any parameters we have to really construct to. That's smart. Makes sense. Get that freedom there. Uh, we'll get to the news here. Uh, I know we already mentioned Fortnite. I still want to read the article real quick, just the excerpt that talked about the potential for the um, the no build mode, then what may be sticking around here. But from IGN, Fortnite data miners have seemingly found confirmation that the game's limited time no build mode is here to stay. Building was removed from Fortnite's default mode earlier this week as its Chapter 3 Season 2 began, but new leaks suggest that developer Epic Games plans to include it later as a separate game mode. The Hypex Twitter account, a popular Fortnite news feed, claimed that data mining shows that players will have the option to choose between Fortnite's usual building-enabled Battle Royale or its no-build mode when the current season ends. This is further backed up by apparent loading screen tips that say, quote-unquote, in modes with building-enabled. So kind of cool. Interesting. I, I, I'm interested to see if that actually happens. Feels like where there's smoke, there's fire with this, and they're kind of testing the waters a bit, right? Yeah. For at the end of the day, why not? I mean, it's it's an, it's just another option. And people who like classic Fortnite give them that option. You know, that, that'll still be your default mode after this kind of this gimmick is done. You know, you you boot up Fortnite, you just you press play game. You're gonna get dropped into a lobby where there's building. That's that's the you know that's their biggest shtick. Even you know ballsy of them to to get rid of it for the season. But um, yeah, why why not just bring this option as a you know as a permanent option for people who just want to you know. Play the game without that without that mechanic, dude. Fortnite, it, what a what a beast of a game! Just so awesome to see it doing so well. These years later, like it's not slowing down at all. Nope. Uh, 
I talk about this game because it was on my most anticipated list for 2022, assuming it was going to come out. Never actually felt like it was going to come out. And now we have confirmation, unfortunately. Uh, from, again, IGN. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League officially delayed to spring 2023. Sefton Hill, who's the creative director there for Rocksteady, he uh, did the Arkham Trilogy. It's been eight years. Come on, guys. I want this game. Uh, Sefton Hill on Twitter says, we've made the difficult decision to delay Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League to spring 2023. I know a delay is frustrating, but that time is going into making the best game we can. I look forward to bringing the chaos to Metropolis together. Thanks for your patience. Unexpect, not ex- not a surprise here. This is a game that kind of always felt like it was going to get pushed to me. Many rumors had it being pushed. We got confirmation that Gotham Knights is actually coming this year. Only made sense to space these out a little bit, right? I uh, all the when I see a story like this, the only thing I think is, what in the world were they working on that was so far along that they had to scrap? Because this is eight years since their last game. Yeah. What was it? That, was it the Superman game? Was it the Wonder Woman game? What in the world did they have to scrap? You know, because there's just no way they've been working on this game for for eight years. There's just no way. And and there was there was plenty of rumors throughout the you know throughout the time. There was the the Superman. There was the Wonder Woman rumor. Like there was there was a lot of stuff that they were you know supposedly for sure working on. And at this point, I believe that they were. I wouldn't be surprised if they were working on two or three different projects before they found something that actually got greenlit. And that's yeah. Again, I I have no I've got no dog in the race here. Where it's like I, I don't mind that it's delayed. I'll I'll get to it when it comes out. I'm excited to I'm excited for you for the most part. Um. But uh, yeah, that's that. My first thing is like, man, what is that studio been working on that it's been so long? Dude, our old video game show on the Geekiverse, I probably weekly would yell, "Rocksteady, what are you doing?" Like we yeah. heard nothing. Radio silent for years. Plenty of leaks, that, though. Plenty of leaks. Plenty of leaks. I if so, I I don't obviously know this, but my guess is it was a Superman game. They they went where they. We're trying to go with it and didn't like it, didn't test well, something. Something fell through and they, they pivoted and went towards Suicide Squad. Obviously still incorporating Superman, even though you're not playing as him. He's, he's kind of the antagonist, if you will, here, right? But I, oh, I get, I'd love to be a fly on that wall. Yeah, it's not unheard of. I mean, you look at studios like Sony Bend. Before they came up with Days Gone, they had, they had multiple scrap projects that they were working on between Uncharted, Golden Abyss, and between Days Gone. Like you look at that timetable, it's like okay, that that's a similar similar t- you know gap in time between those between games like that. So something was going on. I just I just hope that a, a, a Jason Schreier you know busts the you know cracks that open one time one day and gives us the full story because I love that stuff. Just love like dev diaries and figuring out what what was going on there, what could have been. I need to know. I need to know, Rocksteady. Tell me. Speaking of Golden Abyss, I would love a port of that. I know we're talking what. Why do you need a port? Just grab your Vita and play it. I you just want to I have always it. in arm's reach. No. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> it's it's downstairs for sure. I've got I, uh, one, I've got one in arm's reach, another in in view here. I mean, come on. I'm sorry. I'll get with it. Okay. Yeah. I um. I just want. I want it on my PS5 so I can get some trophies out of it. Okay. They had tro- the Vita has trophies, dude. Come on, grow oh, up. the PS5 trophy- trophies. It's like All when the they released Uncharted, the the Lost Legacy collection. So you want double trophies? Basic- yeah. Got it. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. But just go play it in the Vita. That's what it's what it's where it belongs. Damn it, John. All right, Lego <laughs> Brick Tales. Uh, I'm gonna pass this one over to you. We just got this announcement uh, about two hours ago, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Get away. So if you're if you're watching uh, on YouTube, you can see the trailer point in the background here. It's a cool looking game. So as uh, as part of the future game show, Lego and Thunderful have announced Lego Brick Tales, a new puzzle game that takes you. 
uh, that tasks you with completing a series of objectives across five Lego-themed diorama biomes. These include a deep jungle, a sun-drenched desert, a bustling city corner, a medieval castle, and a tropical Caribbean island. Um, it's cool. It, it's nice to see Lego kind of partner with a developer and do something a little bit different than, you know, slapping their Lego brand on one of these like monstrous IPs like Marvel or Star Wars. It's cool to see Lego get back into like the creativity of what Lego is. You know, it's about building. Um, so if you're watching this trailer, it's uh, it's really interesting. It seems like, you know, kind of back to the roots of Lego games. If you remember some of those old Lego Island games, which were super, super fun back on PC back in the day. Um, it seems like there's some exploration, like tons of tons of different like creativity with like you can build ships that take you from different, from island to island. Um, it's it seems interesting. I'm I'm down to le- learn more about this game, and uh, I think it's uh, I think it's cool that Lego has so much wiggle room to, to you know as to what they can do with this IP. Dude, I love just just about every Lego video game that comes out. I, it's one uh, one reviewer long ago when Lego Star Wars dropped described it as a snack for video right. gaming. And I was like, I love that. You know, it's, it's kind of chill, not a huge challenge curve there, but um, a lot of fulfillment if you're trying to hundred percent those or platinum them. So big fan of anything Lego that comes out, obviously Lego star Wars is two weeks away. That's super exciting for me, but I'm with you. I'd like to see them kind of expand a little bit and do something a little bit more original. Right. Yeah. This, uh, and in this, like this game, it seems to have these five different biomes or five or six, whatever it said in the story there. And like each of them seems like a Lego playset. Like they just get on this trailer, they just gave you kind of like a zoomed out bird's eye view of all, of all of the, um, the different air, the biomes. And they, they look like a, a straight up Lego playset that you would buy and, you know, construct yourself. So they all have like different missions, exploration. It's, it's really cool. So this is a uh, Thunderful games. I don't know what they've done before. Um, are you familiar with anything Thunderful has done? No, I'm not sure. I'm looking at I'm looking at a list of it. It seems like a bunch of a uh, bunch of smaller games, like you know, something like Curse to Golf, Hell Pie, Crowns and Pawns, like lots of lots of smaller stuff. Nothing that I specifically uh, feel like I've heard of, but um, cool, cool that Lego's uh, partnering with them. They obviously have a lot of talent because they they have a huge catalog, to be honest. But uh, it should be cool. Yeah, absolutely. More content's good there. Right. Uh, then on to the the headliner topic, kind of the big news in the gaming world this week: uh, CD Projekt Red has announced that they are officially working on the next installment of The Witcher. Witcher has had an awesome seven or eight years here. We had The Witcher 3, which was just what? I can't believe they're going to make another Witcher game. I'm so (laughs) surprised. I was like, what did I miss here? Uh, Did I do another cold opening? So yeah, The the Witcher 3 uh, was critically acclaimed on many people's... One of the best games of all time, especially if you're an RPG enthusiast. Uh, we had the Witcher Netflix series, which has done very well, bringing that to a more mainstream audience. But let me read you the excerpt from TheWitcher.com and CD Projekt Red. We are happy to announce that the next installment in the Witcher series of video games is currently in development, kicking off a new saga for the franchise. This is an exciting moment as we're moving from Red Engine to Unreal Engine 5, beginning a multi-year strategic partnership with Epic Games. It covers not only licensing, but technical development of Unreal Engine 5, as well as potential future versions of Unreal Engine where relevant. We'll closely collaborate with Epic Games developers with the primary goal help the primary goal being to help tailor the game, the engine, excuse me, for open world experiences. At this point, no further details regarding the game, such as a development time frame or release date, are available. Red Engine, the technology which powers Cyberpunk 2077, is still being used for the development of the upcoming Cyberpunk 2077 expansion. I John, I don't understand why would they why would they change their engines? It's not like they've had any kind of issues with their releases lately. I mean, they just yeah. What are they? What's the pivot for? 
it's been largely smooth. I mean, they did beat that deadline of releasing it by 2077. So we're way ahead. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but, no, yeah, I, uh, that, that's, I the po- that's the point of the story. The point of the story is to tell people like, hey, uh, Witcher 4 is coming. We're, we, we're not really even ready to announce that, but we just want to get way ahead of it and tell you like we're, we're switching to Unreal. Like we, that, that, that's, that game will be on Unreal. Don't worry about any kind of possible launches like, like Cyberpunk had. Like we are using a, a new engine that has like the, the most supportive dev tools in the entire world. Epic, you know, Epic is just insane with, the, with what they do with Unreal Engine. So that's the place to be if you're, if you're looking for a smooth, a, a smooth development. So that's, that, in my eyes, that's why the story exists. It's just to assure players that like, okay, everybody knew The Witcher 4 was coming eventually, but it's going to be on Unreal rather than our, uh, our own uh, dumpster fire of an engine. <laughs> so one interesting thing is one of the developers... Um, tweeted out this week that this is not The Witcher 4. He said, basically, all we've said is right. this is a game in The Witcher Saga. I mean, obviously, we're calling it Witcher 4 just because that's all we know. But uh, kind of interesting. Like that, I wonder, to me, that this kind of screams like Mass Effect um, Andromeda, where, yeah, like it's in the same universe, but it's so far away in terms of years and these characters, you'll never see the characters that you've grown to love, which sucks. Um, so it's it's there, but you're really not. So for all intents and purposes, it was its own universe. And I, it's interesting that he made that distinction on Twitter this week. But um, interesting play. Like you said, they're talking about getting away from their crappy engine that just... We finally just got the PS5 and Xbox Series X versions of Cyberpunk. Yeah, Kind of crazy. That was December 2020 that Nuts. that game dropped. So amazing that we finally just got that. And I, that's like the biggest PR dumpster fire in a long time, I think in, in, if you're not talking about what's going on with like Bobby Kotick and all the, the right. real life stuff, sure. but in game stuff, that's a big story. And for them to say this, this early, it's interesting to me because this game is not close to coming out. It's this just not. This and game's like, in pre-production. That's almost like, oh, John, you're a, a mute from my standpoint that it's almost like, why, why would Bethesda tell us they're working on the next Elder Scrolls? We know it's going to happen at some point, and now we've seen nothing for like four years. Yeah. Just don't, don't do that. Right. Yeah. This, this one makes a little bit of sense just because of what they just kind of went through. And in, in, in timing wise, you know, GDC is going on right now. So you're getting a lot of development, you know, you're getting a lot of developers talking to developers and, and speaking about tools and things like that. So again, maybe this wasn't even meant to be like a big announcement that another Witcher game is coming. It's, it's, it's kind of more so like, hey, this is if you're keeping up with the business of CD Projekt Red, this is what we're using for our tool set from here on. And, you know, this is the game we're going to be applying that to. That's kind of how more so how this story reads to me than like a. Witcher fans, we got a new game coming, you know? And also, for what it's worth, they, there could be like a hint of capitalizing on uh, the goodwill from the Witcher series on Netflix. We're still oh, in that sure. release window, you know? So, like, it, it, it makes sense to, from my standpoint to say, hey, you love this show that you just discovered on Netflix. Did you know there's a video game? <laughs> like, there's, there's a little bit of that, I think. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, exciting times. I, I, I'm thinking maybe 2027 2028 we'll we'll see that game yeah kind of I'm, crazy sh- thing. I'm, I'm sure we'll see uh you know new consoles at least the the second iterations of those like the ps5 pro and the xbox series x pro jesus that's gonna be a mouthful what's that gonna be called i can't i can't do it phil change it up a little bit for me please just go just why didn't they just go xbox this route they should have just gone xbox that, that was my biggest like my biggest hope for the next generation i knew playstation wasn't gonna do it Their, theirs was clean playstation one two three four five nice and easy i was just hoping xbox would go it's just xbox it's just xbox and if we do a new one we'll put a year behind it so you know which one you got maybe one day yeah maybe one day <laughs> clean branding man i'm such a just make it clean 
They like their acronyms for sure. Um, I, we didn't have this on the docket. I know uh, J-Mac had talked about it pre-show a little bit, but there was a rumor I did see on Twitter this week from a, a relatively uh, reputable source. Of course, I don't have the source pulled up. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'll have to throw the link in later on. Maybe J-Mac will. But anyway, the rumor is May 4th. May the 4th be with you. That's Star Wars Day, if you don't know. Uh, we're going to get a reveal of Jedi Fallen Order 2 with either a late 2022 release or early 23. Seems pretty credible. The time frame seems to line up. John, it's pretty exciting if it happens. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I mean, I've got no reason to believe that it's true. I didn't see the source and like kind of out of nowhere again. May the 4th is certainly certainly timely. But as we were talking about, they they did just add Cal Kestis's lightsaber to uh, to Disney. Uh, So if you go to Galaxy's Edge and you do uh, you you buy a lightsaber, they added Cal Kestis. So you can uh, you can pick that up, which is a really cool looking lightsaber. They had a couple of like press shoots with uh, Cameron Monaghan, him modeling with the, uh, the lightsaber. You know, so hopefully that's coming soon. Who even knows if he's in the game? We don't even know if it's going to start, Cal. I mean, I almost would imagine it doesn't, but I guess we'll see. I Whatever it is, I can't wait. <laughs> Sign me up right now. Star Wars, baby. Yeah. Um, so that's all we've got for, for today's episode of Busy Sticks. Again, thanks so much for sticking with us. Really appreciate your patience, John, your patience for uh, me getting through some of my tribulations there. But we made it. We had another nice discussion here on Beautiful. Busy Sticks. So, we are wrapping things up here. We're, we're, we'll see. We, we may hang out and talk some Star Wars. We're, we're going to see where Tim's head's at. But, uh, John, we, I mentioned earlier in the show, we had, we had a fun day. You can see some of that fun day on one of our social media profiles. You sure can. Uh, find us on TikTok. We're, we're cool kids. We're, we're, we're like all those cool kids. Of course, we're on TikTok. If you, uh, if you go to TikTok, we're the Geekiverse. We, got, we were able to, to get our name. I love when we can do it, get, you know, get our official name. So go to the Geekiverse on TikTok. We filmed uh, a bunch of these, and they're going to be posting throughout the, throughout the next coming weeks. But it's basically guess the character in 30 seconds, which is like a huge you know, TikTok phenomenon. People do that with sports and all sorts of different things. Josiah and I, we were at a brewery. It was a beautiful day outside. We're like, you know what? Let's bust out the phone. Let's do some Star Wars. Let's do some MCU guess the character in 30 seconds and we we banged out like 20 of these things we got a bunch of them so we're gonna keep doing them we're gonna we're gonna you know we're, we're gonna be going to a hockey game you know a couple in the next couple of weeks we're gonna do some more watching the hockey game it's just a lot of fun to just like put someone on the spot and try to have them guess the character so it's all yes or no questions it's just a little uh, you know fun tiktok stuff so follow us on tiktok it's uh there, there's the timer Joe's ready to go. That's what it was there for. Um, it, it was. We've got one up now, but if you're seeing this, we'll probably have two or three up by the time uh, by the time this gets uh, to you in syndication. It's a lot of fun. TikTok's a platform that I enjoy in general, so give us a follow there. It's a uh, means a lot. John, are you ready to play? Guess the Star Wars character. Are you right now? <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, I'm ready. All right, John's gonna go. Everybody, I'm. You can't really see on the phone, but we're gonna have 30 seconds there. In three. So, so John, the preface here, John can only ask yes or no questions. All right, the let's go. The only context he has is Star Wars character. Do it. Three, two, one, go. Prequel trilogy. No. Sequel trilogy. No. Original trilogy. Yes. Force user. Yes. Light side. No. Dark side. Yep. Palpatine. Yeah, baby. Let's go. First guess. Nice that was an easy one. Thank you for giving me an easy one for our, our live show. I appreciate that because we got we. If you if you go watch our first episode that posted on TikTok, I did not start with an easy one for Josiah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe I got there. It was one in a million, baby. Uh, uh, John, nicely done, my friend. I was worried. See, it's all in the questions. You asked it's the right all, question. You got to get. You got to break it down. It's all hierarchy. I was a little bit worried. You were. Uh, 
because Palpatine really is associated a lot with the prequels. But I knew you meant did he originate? You should have said yes. I, I would have said yes if if I was asking the, if I was answering those questions. I would have said yes. Well, all, all you said was prequels trilogy, so I'm like, what does that mean? Is I he think in he it? Means that, did they originate? That's how I took it. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> I, I helped you out. You, you threw me a bone. I would not have thrown you one. I would have said yes at prequel. See, that's the difference here. But at, but at the same time, but at the same time, you would ask you you. It's it's the it, I would have gotten there in the same amount of questions because I would have said prequel trilogy yes, force user yes, dark side yes, and I have Maul and I have I mean I got Dooku as well, so I've got one more option basically. You know, For sure. so I would have gotten yeah. there. Sure, <laughs> I like did, it. All right. Did we, did we yeah. mention we also do a Star Wars show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah ladies and gentlemen check out star wars reviewed we love star wars have we told you that uh we were waiting a long time to do it we have recorded the first six episodes we're doing chronological release order so you got the original trilogy as well as the prequels trilogy we're gonna do force awakens next can't wait to talk about that but anyway we review those movies we talk about a lot of in-depth analysis our reaction to seeing the trailer um it's just, it's a good, good time to hang out. We do the same thing with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We just did a huge episode this week. We had Endgame, Avengers Endgame, and boy, was that a discussion to be had. It was My fun. Gosh. It was a lot of fun. There were, were there tears on the actual episode? You're going to have to watch. Did I cry them? I will never know. I would say there may be. You'll just have to tune in around an hour and 50 minutes to see if that happened or not. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, what a what a time it was. So uh, on social media, you can find John at Disruptoid. I am at I am Brosaya. We have so much going on at the Geekiverse. We appreciate you being along for the journey. Check us out at patreon.com slash the Geekiverse if you are uh, willing. There's a, a subscription model that you can check out there. And if nothing else, we'd appreciate if you would just tell a friend about us because let me tell you, we're having a lot of fun hanging out with everyone here at twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse. So for John, I'm Josiah. This brings this episode of Busy Sticks to an end. Catch you all next week. <laughs>